Welcome to the Wednesday Night Tailgate, where the tailgate party never ends. I'm one of your co-hosts for this evening, Drill Sarnzi. And boy, do we got a show for you tonight as we welcome back the returning, newly married, Mike Ruick, everybody. How's it going, buddy? What's going on, pals? Much, you're a married man. Uh, tell us. You know, the fouls want to know. How does it feel to be a married man now since the last time you talked to us? Uh, feels absolutely no different. Just my my fingers a little bit heavier. Other than that, <laughs> uh, That's what it's supposed to be, a little reminder. Yeah, a little. Fucking that thing's heavy as a motherfucker. I never wear <laughs> rings. I've never worn rings in my life. Mm-hmm. But, like, this thing is fucking he- It's tungsten. It's not a regular band or anything like that. It's just a black tungsten fucking ring, and it's it's heavy. Ah. Well, it's one of those that, um, is it that ones that, like, it'll break because you work, like, construction a certain way so it doesn't, like, mess your hand up? No, no, no. It's uh, I don't wear it at work or anything. Okay. I can't wear anything like that. I, I, I literally told her, get me something that will go with the suit or something that when we go out because I don't wear rings. So yeah. it's only for special occasions. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, before before we get in, we want to know about how the honeymoon and everything was. But before we get into that, he's coming live from his basement where Bailey is still there against her will. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tyback. Stop. I'm not going to get you pickle ice cream. That's disgusting. I don't care if you have cravings for it. Who, who are you talking to? Oh, oh shit. Oh, 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 wait. I wasn't on mute. Oh, never mind. Sorry. What's going on, guys? Not much. How you doing, Tyback? Are you oh, delivering? Are you delivering the baby, or are you just gonna keep it under wraps like that? Um, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and we already got to go. We got a lot of <laughs> listeners tonight already. Adam Gase has joined us in the chat. He's 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 glad that we're back after a two week hiatus. <laughs> Farmer Sugar Cane, the Wrap It Up podcast. We we appreciate everybody tuning in. So, before we get into the actual football aspect of the show, guys, um, Ruick, tell us how, you know, how was Hawaii? How was the, the, the wedding, the honeymoon? Give us, give us a little, uh, little taste. Uh, the wedding was great. We had, we really had lucked out because it was supposed to be, you know, that whole week it was fucking hot as hell here. And it was just like, oh, we had pictures at three o'clock. So it was like right in the middle of the heat of the day. I was like, oh, we're going to fuck. It turned out to be 75 and fucking no wind, no nothing. Just beautiful. I was like, perfect. So we had a good, good thing like that. The wedding went off without a hitch, but I'll get into, I'll get into that after, after (laughs) all of this, everything went off. Great. The wedding was fine. I had my uncle, my godfather actually officiate the wedding. We had it there, which was something special to me. And then nice. um, it looks like Adam Gase was your best man, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so I have a little story about, about the venue, which I'll get into after this whole thing. (laughs) So, so the whole wedding went off great. We had a great fucking time at the, at the reception. And I like, everybody had a great time. And I think, I'm not putting words in people's mouth, but I think it was because it was like the first thing that everybody got out of the house to do in like two years. Wow. Like it was the first wedding for like everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. For it, like, so everybody was just like happy to be out, having a good time. And you know, we get to the honeymoon, 
We had to get the COVID test the next day, which was great. We didn't have to do it the day of the wedding. Mm-hmm. We got the COVID test. We get to Hawaii. It's fucking beautiful. The only thing, the only problem I have with Hawaii is it's fucking windy every day. Every day, it's fucking windy. I don't know why. It just what? It just well, sucked. But you're, in the, you're on an island in the middle of a fucking ocean. What do you expect? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, I live on an island, and it ain't this fucking windy all the time anyway. But anyway. Right, that's... You, you got all that landmass blocking it and all the bill, all the skyscrapers. <laughs> ain't nothing to block the wind out there. Uh, you got mountains. I mean, fuck. But we had a great time. It was more just like we really just wanted to, like, relax and decompress after, you know, six months of going through everything, not knowing if we were actually going to have a wedding. What what So... It's nice to get away for like 10 days, sit down, relax, and everything. But I have a little story about this for the six total people that are listening. It's fucking – this this blows my mind. So we signed the contract for our wedding right before COVID, December, right before COVID hit. So this place gave us a shitload of things for free, uh, like six fucking stations at, at the cocktail hour – Things on the table, exit stations, all this stuff for free and a thousand dollars off the wedding, right? Wow. So, so yeah, wow. so we had a we we had a lot for for like our little things. So we get everything there, and we went two months before to finalize everything and sit down with the lady that that did everything, and she's like, she's going through. She's like, oh, can't wait to have you, blah blah blah. I see you got this for free and this for free and this for free and a thousand dollars off. Wow. You guys really made out on us. Huh? I was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. And then she was, and then she was fucking pissed off at me. So, <laughs> so we, we pre gave out like measured out all in envelopes, all this money that we needed to give, you know, for tips and everything. The next day we go there to get our decorations and bring them home. And she pulls me aside. She knows not to pull my wife aside because she would have fucking flipped out. She goes, uh, the, the lady goes, um, I noticed that the tips were a little light for the staff. Uh, was everything okay? And I was going to say, uh, your staff wasn't very attentive to my wife. Uh, we had to basically direct everybody that showed up to the wedding to where it is. I had to set up basically all the things that you guys were supposed to set up, but I didn't. And she was like, well, you know, you did get a lot of things for free. And I said, well, go talk to Scotty Pippen about getting things for free when, you know, you signed a contract before the market value went up. So go fuck yourself. And I walked out. Did you really... Tell her yeah. to go talk yeah. to Scotty Pippen. Yeah, say go go talk <laughs> go talk to Scotty Pippen about signing a contract before <laughs> the market value goes up. It's yeah. not my fault that there was a fucking pandemic and you guys gave us everything for free. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh man, but I'm a, so you like you said the first time people got out. I'm assuming because like you're up north, up up here people are out all the time down in Texas. So. Yeah, we know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying basically up north, it's the like. It really is like no one's done anything in, until just recently, right? Yeah, no, nobody's yeah. really done anything. I mean, everything's been shut down until about like May, really. Yeah. Well, and you know, every everything's open in Texas except for the hospitals because they're closed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's keep it that way. Zing! I hope everything. Let's hope everything stays open, and this this is just a fluke with the Delta, yeah. and you know, we keep mm. going and have have packed packed. Stands 
for these football <laughs> games. And speaking oh. of football, guys, AFC North we're getting into tonight. Before we even get into the teams, and thank you, Boston Eric, for joining us, um, I want to know, tieback, I'm going to go to you since Rook did a lot of talking just now. Um, there's three young QBs in this division. You got Baker, Lamar, and Joe Burrow. If you were to pick one right now to have on your team, who would it be? Um, probably Burrow, because okay. because Lamar can't Lamar can't hit a fucking person further than twenty yards down the field. Uh, mm-hmm. Baker uh, would probably be the second, and but a Burrow I would take. Yeah, they just they, Burrow- they just needed they just need to do something with that damn offensive line. Yeah. I 100% agree. Or, like, I would actually take, uh, what's his name, Uh, Haskins before uh, Lamar. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Hot take tie back is back. Yeah, see that, right? Holy. You take Dwayne Haskins over Lamar. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, Rook, what what do you have to say about that? (laughs) Oh, uh, I agree with you on the Burrow. Not so much on the the Dwayne Haskins, but, like, you know, uh, with, with, you know, the only thing that's that's giving me reserves about Joe Burrow is the reports coming out of fucking training camp that his head isn't right. Like, he's just yeah. he, he's overthinking things with the knee and everything. And I hope that, you know, not saying that he was an MVP caliber, but look what happened to fucking Carson Wentz. He was on a fucking path to the MVP, and he came back, and he was just – he just wasn't the same. His head wasn't in it. His He was overthinking things. He was too protective. And he didn't have a fucking choice. He had to run because the offensive line sucked. But the Bengals suck. So, you know, he wants to be protective over that knee. Uh, I would still go with with Burrow as a young quarterback. But, like, you know, Tybeck said, fucking Lamar's – he had his flesh in a pan. He had his flesh in a pan. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, okay, Interesting. It's okay. just like but, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in there too with uh with Burrow on how he's like hesitant in the pocket, like not being accurate with his passes. I think he needs to be in a real game and take that first real hit, and his leg and his leg actually uh, stands up to it, and then he says, "Okay, I'm good." I think that's what it is. I he just has those jitters. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. That so <laughs> I want to go Burrow based off of what we saw last year. But like you said, that knee injury really gives me second thoughts about picking him just because, you know, you never know how he's going to bounce back. And until they, you know, we see some live action, we'll never know. Um, the thing with me, like you said, they didn't. Pro- they need to protect him. The guy was running for his life and still making plays. So that's why I like him, but we'll see if he can get back to it. And if he can't to me, then it's Baker. Um Mm-hmm. I like Lamar. He'll win you 12 regular season games every year. But then what's he going to do come playoff time? You know, Can he elevate his play and get better? I, I think we've kind of hit the ceiling with how good he can we, – we've seen how good he can be. And that, I think that's it. There's no getting better than what he already is and becoming a more accurate passer and being able to win games with his arm instead of his legs. So, you know, but I guess it's interesting. It's a – it's going to be an exciting division in the top three teams in you know, Cincinnati. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, so, guys, before we start, I forgot that the Pittsburgh Steelers had actually won this division. I had started with 
the Ravens, and then I looked up the standings, and it saw that the Steelers mm-hmm. won the division. Um, so we'll start with the Steelers. And I go to you, Ruick. Can Big Ben still do it? And where do you put him on the all-time list? Ooh, well, I think he still can do it. Now, will he do it? I, I don't know. I mean, who, they have... They have Juju re-signed, right? Yep. Who else was that guy that was uh, what the fuck? Chase, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Chase Claypool. James Conner's not there. No. Where where's their weapons on offense? Their defense is short up. Don't get me wrong. Their defense is still fucking very good, very good. But where's their offense besides? Juju and Claypool. Um, they uh, who the hell did they just get? They got a they they picked up a tight end. Yeah, I I don't even know. Like that's what I I don't even I don't even know. Outside of that, I mean, what what where's their offense coming from? I know that you know they had Le'Veon Bell and James Conner, and James Conner didn't do fucking fuck all, and. You know, Le'Veon Bell's still out there. So don't get me wrong. Don't, yeah. don't be surprised if they bring him back. But uh, where where is their offense coming from? They 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 drafted Najee Harris, uh, but but that offensive line is goddamn horrible. Like, Absolutely. You're 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 gonna you're throwing a, a rookie running back in there who's going to be seeing the majority of the snaps, and that offensive line just went down after. Uh, Pouncey left, and, and uh, yeah, they just need a lot of help there. They need a lot of help. I mean, between between that, I mean, I know it's ETN, right? ETN went there, and maybe he is a no. sure fuck. No, uh, ET- ETN went to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. It's, uh, Jacksonville. Najee Harris, Harris, the guy from uh, yeah. Alabama. With from him. Alabama. <laughs> I mean, he's he's still a very good running back, but let's just <clears throat> let's just be real here. He's not proven anything. He was in Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the last great running back to come out of there was was Derrick Henry, and you saw how long it took him to fucking get get going. Mark Ingram has been in the league for how fucking long, and he's he's basically playing second fiddle now. Yeah, I mean, but they had they've had some of those guys have had some success, but like you said, um, they had zero running game last year, and they got a brand new offensive line. <clears throat> but I mean, they needed to, but. You know, when you throw together an off, a whole new offensive line like that, it it's hard to gel, and that's a very important part. And the other thing is, I mean, Ben is kind of starting to fall apart. It, it's he's not like the invincible Big Ben of old. I, I mean, how much long? How much longer do you think Ben can uh, still do things? Is he the last one from that draft class? Um, yes, Rivers is retired, and you know, Eli retired yeah. two years ago. Rivers. Is retired, but remember, he. I think he said uh, last week after the Wentz injury, like, "Hey, I'm still ready. If anyone wants to call me up." Yeah, and they were like, "No, nah, we're good." Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm ben, in the backyard. The last one. Yeah, I'm in the backyard playing catch with my fifty uh, children. Yeah, we have a. I have. I have basically a mini game going on in the fucking backyard, going with all my kids. So. Uh, <laughs> Um, Eric uh, Abron is the the tight end over in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Eric I mean, Abron. they yeah. have they have some receivers, but is it? 
I mean, can Ben still mm. sling it around, you think? Uh, and with – he has – I mean, the guy barely could move before. You know, he used to – you know, he was like almost like invincible back there, like just shrug guys off. And move. But now he can't move. I mean, is he going to be able with this offensive line to withstand pressure and hit, hit these receivers, hit Claypool, hit Juju? I, I don't know. I, I, I think know. we see Steelers regress quite a oh, yeah, bit. Definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't I, be shocked. I would not be shocked if the Ravens and um Cleveland both are have better records than Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, that that wouldn't shock. That's a good division. A really good division. Yes. If you if you really think about <laughs> it. I mean, like, yeah, we talk about the AFC East and how it was dominated by the fucking Patriots for so long, and then you know, even with the 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 AFC North, there it was dominated by Pittsburgh for for so long. Yep. With you know, a couple of years in there with the Ravens and stuff like that, but like this, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, this division got great. All of a sudden, like yeah. interesting. <clears throat> if if they regress as much as we might think they do, does that put um Tomlin on the hot seat? You think? No. Nope. Nah, they don't go nah, through. They, they, they don't. They don't go through coaches like the Jets. Ha ha ha! All right. <laughs> All right. No, they they love him way too much. Uh, to, to after to have like one bad season, to, to shoot him out. He's never had a losing season. I know. So that's why I said if to, to, to have one bad season. Yeah. Chalk it up. I chalk just... it up to rebuild. <laughs> I just um, – so here's how I, I guess how I look at it. Um, yes, he's never had a losing season. I think he's a, a pretty good coach. But I still feel like they have underachieved more more so than – more often than not through how many times they've lost in the playoffs early or not made it to AFC Championship games with the caliber of roster that they had. Would you guys – would you guys like agree with that or – uh, I would also attribute that more to the AFC powerhouses that were there, mm-hmm. the Patriots. You had the Colts there for, for how long? I mean, now you have the fucking the, the Chiefs in there. I mean, like, I they, they run into those buzz. The, there's been times where they're like, wow, that's actually a shocking game, like, to, to lose. Very rarely, not, not often, but, like, not, most of the time they lost to the Patriots or the Colts who went on to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's... I mean, well, the biggest one for me is that year they lost to the Jaguars. That was a big one. Oh, yeah. 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 That was a big was one. That? that was... That was 2017. Yeah, 18 or 17, I was going to say. That was 2017 because the Eagles... The, it could have been the Eagles-Jaguars. Yeah, because... Uh, if that, they the, won, could... it would have been the, the Battle of Pennsylvania. Yeah, because uh, the Jaguars knocked Buffalo out in the wild card. Yep. But here, so I'm looking, right? You think of that. They That was the last time they were in the playoffs before 2020. They missed the playoffs two years in a row after that, even though he had winning seasons. And then, um, like you said, they lost. I mean, yeah, in 2016 and 2017, you lose to the Broncos and the Patriots. There's no harm. In that, you know, because I think those are the Broncos teams with uh, with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the eventual listen, Super Bowl winning teams. Yeah. 
in the Patriots in 2017, but I mean 2016, but 2017, I mean you got you know Antonio Brown and fucking Le'Veon Bell in that team, and you don't you can't yeah, beat the Jaguars. Peak. Yeah, that was the yeah. height of the Killer Bees. Yeah, yeah, and then that was the end of the Killer Bees. Yeah, they they had a great offensive line. Their <laughs> defense was solid, and they, the, then Jacksonville comes in and just stomps all over that terrible towel, and I was so happy. Blake I just want to address Adam Gase. I think Adam Gase had a typo in the chat. He said, yeah, the Jets screwed up when they fired me. I think he meant hired. They screwed up when they hired him. You know, that's – I think he meant a typo there, Adam Gase. So, you know, keep, keep screwing it up. You know, we love it. Oh, now he says he quit. Okay. Uh, yeah, you quit on the team when you when you got hired immediately. No, he quit on the team. No, he quit on the he quit on the team when they won a game last year. That's why he yeah. really quit on the team. <laughs> oh man, um, G, get out of here. Go ahead, Ty. Would it be would it be surprised if the Steelers don't have a win within the AFC North? Yes, they should. They yeah. should win. They should beat the Ra- uh, They should beat the Bengals. Yeah. Come on, the Bengals are. But, but, really but if bad. they come out, okay, but if they come out with okay, like one or two wins out of the AFC North, are you surprised? Yes, because um, they still have a very, very good defense. It, the defense is really good, and they're going to be uh, in the quarterback's face all the time. And that division is just a tough division. No one really blows anybody out. The games are close, and if Ben is somewhat healthy, he find he always finds ways to win games. So. If they only won two games and it was two against the Bengals and got swept by the Ravens and Browns, I would be very surprised. I think they could win at least one game against out of the four against those two teams. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Roy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're always it's like it. It's just like when the fucking you know the the NFC East plays. Those, yeah. those games are always tough. There's rarely ever ever any blowouts, and if there is a blowout, it's like it's like you know. They they just that team just flat outside. It's like beating up on the Washington football team half the time. They just suck. You can't. Yeah. You, you just can't avoid it. Okay. What did you, you suggest? A question, Ty. What do you think? You think they really can go win no games in the, in the AFC North? No. No. I honestly, I think that that they get swept by the Ravens and uh, the the Browns. Ooh. Okay. We'll visit. We'll revisit this in a couple weeks when yeah. uh, after the season starts. All right. So. And speaking, you said the Ravens. Let's get to them next. Um, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, can he take the team as it is to the Super Bowl tieback? Can he himself? No. I mean, he's a quarterback. He's the leader. Can he take them to the Super Bowl? He he himself? No. He will not take them to the to the Super Bowl. And why because is that? Like, like I said in the beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> he can't make those passes down deep consistently. It's either how many times has he thrown to Hollywood Brown where there could have been multiple touchdowns, and it's hitting him in the feet, going sailing over his head, or going left and right. If he throws ten passes like that uh, down deep to Hollywood Brown, he's hitting him twice. Also, so, like you, I, I just want to cut you off, Tyback, on this show. You got to do something really good to get a fucking nickname. He is Marquise Brown from now on. He has not done enough. <laughs> he has not done enough I, to earn that nickname. You got to do a lot you know to what? be Hollywood. No, no. You know, I, I can't really put the blame on him. It's the quarterback. How if somebody that 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 can't consistently hit his targets can't hit you? 
it's not your fault that you're not producing. Well, get more open, all right? Oh, 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 he needs to get uh, Alabama open, okay. He should. He's at, <laughs> as fast as he is. He's Hollywood, right? Yeah, he is what Hollywood. You, so what do, you, what do you think, Rook, about Lamar? Can he get this team to the Super Bowl? Can I become a head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles? Probably. You probably could. <laughs> probably the way that they go, but no, they can't. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's not. He's not built. Not because of who he is, the color of his skin. He's just not built to do that. He can't throw the ball. We we've seen it. He can't throw the ball. He relies on his legs too much. And how long will that hold up? How long until they run into a team that's going to scheme for that and protect and keep him in the pocket and make him throw the ball? It's just not sustainable. It's not. Yeah. It's really not sustainable. I think it's been proven in the playoffs, like the two, the couple times, like if you just make him become a drop back passer, he's gonna falter at some point and not be able to, you know. Pull out a W. It's been you know yeah. too many times. It's been shown. Yeah, they he's literally he's he's yeah, literally no. gonna he's literally gonna shit himself. We we've seen that happen <laughs> on national. Do- he's literally gonna shit himself. That is true. <laughs> Very true. Um, but they did. I mean, you said it before. Mark Ingram, he's gone from uh, Baltimore. Yeah. He's no longer with the team. Um, they did bring in Sammy Watkins though to line up opposite Marquise Brown. Do you think? This will help out Lamar or or hurt Lamar? Could, I mean, can Sammy Watkins even be healthy for more than two games? Exactly. That's the thing. Sammy Watkins can't stay healthy, but when he does stay healthy, he's solid. He puts up them. He puts up uh, good numbers, especially in the first two weeks of the season. Um, but then again, he had. <laughs> but then again, um, he had Patrick Mahomes throwing to him, who could hit his targets. So mm-hmm. this is a, Sammy Watkins is another deep threat, just like. Marquise Brown. So we're there gonna you have go. to You're learning. It. You're learning. Good job. I'm proud of you, no, bro. I'm proud it. of you, Ty Back. Stop it. Yeah. What's saying? Is it almost basically the two of the same receiver, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, but but the one is is going to show what uh, Marquise Brown is going to be in a couple years if uh, just 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 going to be on the injured list. Hopefully not, but it's it, it, it's possibly what what could happen. Oh, Debo Jackson is twenty-four years old. Relax, Polian. <laughs> yeah, but the, no, the difference—the difference is with that Debo is that is that like he can't throw the fucking ball. You either have the arm strength and the accuracy, or you develop the accuracy. You just—he's just not there. He's just not, and he's what four years into league, three years into league. Three this years. Four, I think this is yeah. This yeah. is their fourth year that Josh sure. Allen, Baker, uh, Lamar class. This is their fourth year. Every <coughs> other quarterback out of that class has made steps to being better. I mean, everybody, even even fucking even Sam Darnold. <laughs> and then the he Jets got rid of him. He, he left made the team. Steps. He had to go to another team. That's a step to make be better, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is he made steps. Yeah, he was seeing ghosts at one point, but they fucking were terrible. <laughs> yeah. They were terrible. But every single quarterback has made steps to be better. Yes, granted, the only one out of that out of that group is the MVP, is Lamar Jackson, because of his running. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's yeah. be fair. 
let's be fair. It's not a polling thing. It's not him calling him a, a, a tight end. It's just that it's the eye test, the proven test. <laughs> Josh Allen's fucking made a lot better choices and been better every year. Baker Mayfield has made better choices every single year. He has it. He's just relied on his legs. I don't think, and to, to kind of just direct us at Deba, I don't think any of us are saying he he sucks or anything like that. I think we're just trying to say we don't think. I think he's hit his ceiling as as good as he's going to get, and that's what you're going to get with him is a you get a lot of regular season wins because I think it's hard in the regular season to beat him. I think you know you get 11, 12 wins out of him in the regular season, but when playoffs is a totally different game. And teams will scheme a lot better and prepare better and put in the defense to stop the running. And if you take away those explosive runs from him, can he make all the throws to scare you to make you back up and respect the, the throwing game? And I don't know if he can. The other thing with Lamar is he's, he's a pretty slender guy. He's not super big. And... He's still not sliding or running out of bounds. Uh, Tyvek, do you worry that he's eventually going to get injured like pretty badly one of these years? Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to get hurt and he's going to get jacked. And that's when he's going to say, <clears throat> oh, crap, I should have listened to everybody and said that said to either run it out of bounds or slide. Um, I'm looking at his, uh, at his stats now. Like He, he averages uh, for this, uh, the first three seasons 63 rushing yards a game. Yeah, that's in the regular. That's in the regular season, and in the playoffs, ninety-one point eight. Yeah, he He averages ninety-one. Yeah, ninety-one rushing yards he averaged per playoff game. Mm -hmm. See, and and like and like a lot of people compare him with like Michael Vick, obviously because they were both running quarterbacks, very explosive quarterbacks. But the difference was Michael Vick had a fucking arm. He had a cannon. Yep. He worked on his on his accuracy when he got to Philadelphia, and he started working with Tony Dungy. You know, when he when he got out of jail, he's he really refined his fucking game. He started yeah. running out of bounds. He started to to do those things. Lamar Jackson doesn't have a fucking arm. But he could he could get the ball down the field. It's just it's not accurate, like you said. It's just. He can get it down there. It's just is he going to hit? Is he going <laughs> to overthrow Marquise Brown, or is he going to throw him out of bounds? You know. Yeah. I, I got you. It's just like yeah. <clears throat> enough about fucking Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you had enough of him. How old? Vic Vic was what thirty at that point? I think so. He was over 20, thirty when 20, he became uh, twenty-eight. I want to say he was over thirty when he went to the Eagles, but I'm not. You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh, jeez. Debo loves him some Lamar. All right, Debo you think you him. would think that you would think that Debo's a fucking Ravens fan? He's a Giants fan living in Massachusetts. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is going on here? What did we get Evan Cohen into the fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Still, has to, I you're right, Debo. It's just um, he was 29 for, think, when he when he when he went to Philly. Went, I think we've seen. I mean, we've all watched enough football, and we see these young guys. If after year three they haven't gotten a little better, they, they usually don't get much better. I don't think we're writing him off, Debo. It's just we don't think he can take his team to the Super Bowl. Not to say I think the Ravens will be a playoff team and be a playoff team for years to come with him. It's just I think the ceiling is 
10 to 12 wins every year with him, and then you get into the playoffs, and teams make him throw the ball, and can he make the throws that are necessary to win football games? And I don't know. I did not put Baker over him, all right? I didn't say Baker was better than him. That's my other two guys, but we'll get into that. And you're right, Adam Gase, enough with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. As we move over to Cleveland Browns, who had a little splash in free agency. They uh, signed Jadavion Clowney. Do you think that is enough to make the Browns a legitimate top-tier playoff team in the AFC tieback? Um, again, it, it all comes down to um, he was – Clowney, he was hurt for most of last season, wasn't he? Yes. So, I I know that they gave them they gave him a one year deal to to prove it to see what uh what he's able to do. So, if he's able to play like he like he has when he was healthy in the beginning of his career, yeah, then I think that they're gonna they're gonna destroy uh teams with that defense because I think that it's a, it's gonna be a pretty scary defense. I, I mean, they could get. They could, obviously, I think get after the pa- the passer if um, Clowney can be good. What do you think? What do you think, Roick? You think Clowney is enough of an addition for the Browns to make a jump into the top, the upper echelons of the AFC? Uh, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, really, defense starts at the fucking line. It really does. Everybody yeah. knows that the defense starts at the line. Don't get me wrong. They have a very good defensive line. I mean, he's just a good addition to it. The thing that worries me about them is the linebacking core and mm-hmm. some of the fucking, you know, cornerbacks. I mean, Denzel Ward is great, but other than that, who's there? Yeah. You know, oh, it's think, like um, – Hold on. They signed – I think it was Greedy Williams – yeah, Greedy Williams is the other is the corner that right. they got. I mean, yeah, it's not who who here outside of diehard football fans heard of Grady fucking Williams. Yeah. <laughs> he, played, he played at L, he played at LSU. All right, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like it's like it's not a fucking it's not a fucking Richard Sherman. It's not a it's not a fucking you know one of the big names that everybody knows. Not, there's there's not a Revis on that team where it's like oh okay yeah that's great but it's just like. That defense fucking worries me, and you can't. We've seen it how many times in the fucking NFL. A great offense doesn't fucking translate into fucking upper echelon teams. Look at how how long the fucking Colts went with Peyton Manning as a fucking great offensive team, but look at their defense. It was suspect. They had a couple great pieces here and there, but it was like, where, where are they stopping the ball? You can only shoot out so many fucking teams in the NFL. Nah. You're right about that, and if yeah, I mean, can you shoot out Patrick Mahomes? That's really what it comes down to. Oh, I mean, can I can't you can, wait. can you sh- can you shoot out the Bills? Forget that. Ooh. I mean, can you shoot out the Bills? The Bills have a great a great yeah. offense, but defense is fucking great. Can you well, out? We're gonna, you know, <laughs> we're gonna learn week one to see how good this defense is for Cleveland. Yeah, mm. they're playing KC, so. We'll find out. Um, and is do you trust? Do you trust Baker uh, tieback to take this team to the next level? Uh, he he had one good season so far. That was solid. 
Um, show me, show me this, show me this season. Then, then I'll, then I'll, I'll be able to really answer that. I'm still like up in the air on Baker. Hmm. What, what is it that needs to show you? What does Baker Mayfield need to do to show you that he can take this team to the next level? Go out there and beat Kansas City. I think. Oh, I, Jesus I, like, have, You're asking for have, fucking miracles now, all right? I know. I go out there, go out there week one and put up a hell of a fucking game. Cause it because he's gonna be talking about uh contract extensions shortly. So go out there and play play week one like it's your Super Bowl. Go out there and beat them, beat Kansas City like 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 you should have done in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. OBJ you, is uh, is back and healthy. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not out. What do you think, uh, Ruick? What does he? What is? Uh, you trust Baker to get this team to the next level? Um, I mean, he's had a year with the same coaching staff. He's had a year now with basically the same offense. So yeah, I think if the next, the only next thing is to make, take the next step to rely on your guys, trust your guys, build a rapport, which he's obviously done. So, fuck it. Why not? He, 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 well, he's won me over on those progressive commercials. That I <laughs> those are the greatest he's, commercials. Well, he's great at that, but can you win football games? And uh, Kane says he needs to win the Super Bowl, get the MVP, and adopt and raise a small village to earn respect in the NFL. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, here's what I say, and I've been saying this since we've done this show last year, and I think you'll, you'll remember this probably more tie back. Um, he needs to rely on that running game and Nick Chubb way more oh. than they do in Cleveland. Uh, your favorite player, tieback, Nick fucking Chubb. You got a big Chubb for that guy. I know it. All right? Um, no, no. this year I'm not going to hate on Nick Chubb. Okay. But oh. The thing is, wink, wink. Can, will, will <laughs> Baker rely on him and limit his throws to 30, 35 tops a game? Because to me, when you ride Nick Chubb and you have Kareem Hunt back there and you just give those guys the ball, I mean, I don't know how many times we've seen it where in the third quarter, Nick Chubb is now running through the defense like, like it's nothing and running wild in the, yeah. in the, in the secondary. Uh, if they can stay with that, I think Baker can do enough to take this team into the playoffs. Do you think that they have the best one-two combo at running back? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say yes. I mean, Chubb. Uh, hands down, yeah. I, I mean, I look at it as if Chubb, if they didn't have like a second guy as good as Kareem Hunt, Chubb would be in consideration for like top three running back in the NFL. They they just they limit his touches every year, and he um he would have way more touchdowns also if they didn't have Hunt because they use Hunt around the goal line as well. I think you're talking about Chubb would probably have 1,500 yards and over 10 touchdowns every year Yeah, if they didn't have Hunt yeah, on the team. He, he was battling Henry with uh, the amount of rushing yards. Yeah. I mean, they, and, they really have a great one-two punch at everything. Yeah. If you think about it, running back, fucking wide receiver. <laughs> I think OBJ quietly – didn't he have quietly have like a 1,000-yard receiving Before year? He, before he got hurt, yeah, he finally picked it oh, up. Oh no, yeah, did he? Did he have? A, I don't. Maybe he didn't have a thousand yards. He was having a good year, though. I think he was having a good year. Oh no, it was only he. I think he only played like five weeks. Then he only had three hundred nineteen yards. Never mind. No, but he was starting he was. to like pick. He was starting to like pick it, pick it up, and then he got hurt. 
It was like yeah. literally the first fucking play of the game. And, uh, it was a fucking nightmare. I had him on two fucking teams. First <laughs> yeah, year, I had him on a couple teams too. Yeah, sucked. <laughs> and then Landry's but, good. So, but then again, do you think that if you notice last year after uh, Beckham got hurt, that's when Cleveland started doing a little bit better because they were running the ball. And yeah. so I don't think that. Uh, Mayfield needs to be forcing and making sure, oh, hey, I have to get it to Odell Beckham. He doesn't have to. Every every other play, when he passes, he doesn't have to look at Odell first. He has other options. So I hope that he continues and sees that. So Well, I think even like Ruick said, um, he wasn't targeting him a lot last year. No. It was, so he wasn't feeding him. Yeah. It was like Six targets, six targets, eight, nine, three, and then he got injured. So he wasn't force feeding him. You know, force feeding is, you know, is Beckham getting double digit targets every game. I think yeah. he spread it around a little more. Um, I think, if they, like you said, they keep it like that where, you know, Beckham gets like eight targets, Landry gets seven to eight, and then, you know, you've, you know, you hit maybe oh. Chubb gets two out of the backfield, hunt a couple, and then. To a few to the tight end, and I think that's when they'll be at their best because you have so many weapons, you don't know who to, as a defense, to zone in on and who yeah. you need to be covering. So, go ahead, Tyler. No, uh, I, I was going to punch Adam in the in the face. Let's not talk about the goddamn the Mets. No. Uh, don't, don't even listen to Adam Case. All right? Ugh. The reason I like basically had an aneurysm. I, I, fucking I was a year. fan. I was a fan of you, but hey. Well, yeah, you can put a picture up on the fucking screen every fucking week, asshole. I know. <laughs> what the fuck you were thinking? Oh, I was thinking. I was, I was entertaining the fans. I know. I was thinking <laughs> ratings, right? Ratings? Is that what you were thinking, Tyback? <laughs> oh, uh, ratings is the only thing I think about. And Frosties okay. from Wendy's. Ooh. Okay, ratings and Frosties. Gotcha. Yeah, I did All well, we can move on to the Bengals now. Um, and Adam Gase. Yes. The A.J. Green era is over in Cincy. That's pretty crazy, huh? I feel like he's been there forever. But they do have a plethora of young wide receivers there. They just drafted Jamar Chase, who will be, you know, I mean, basically slide him into A.J. Green's spot. Um, my thing, though, is do you think the Bengals, uh, Ruick, made the right move drafting Chase and not – Drafting Panay Sewell, the tackle, to protect Joe Burrow. Yeah, absolutely. The rapport is there already. <laughs> wow, so, great. R- riveting. Go ahead. Yeah. So, like, it's. It, I, I get it. I get it. The guy, there, there had to have been something with that guy, Panay Sewell, because he mm-hmm. slipped. Hard, yeah. hard. There had to have been something that pe- that they didn't like. So, like, uh, why not him? Joe Burrow, he's your franchise quarterback. He took him number one overall. Why the fuck not? He likes him. Fuck it. Give him his target. Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just. No, uh, um, I'm just curious on if the team went wanted to get the uh, Sewell, but they went to Burrow and said, "What do you? What would you rather?" 
Would you rather Chase or Sewell? And hopefully they left that up, that decision up to him. If they didn't, then then hey, we're we're gonna have to see uh see if Burrow could uh not get hurt again. I I feel like Joe Burrow is like gonna end up like Andrew Luck, where they kept drafting weapons for Luck and didn't address the line, and he was so good at like sliding and kind of running and scrambling, but then he ends up retiring early because he keeps getting knocked the fuck out. And how do you, I mean, I get it. He's going to be your franchise quarterback. You drafted a number one overall, you know, you maybe want his input, but really you're taking answers on what you want as your first round pick from a guy that's been in the league for one year who just got a knee injury to me. You shore up that fucking line and protect him. He's the most valuable player in the organization. If he's injured, who's throwing the ball to Jamar Chase? I think it's like Brandon yeah. Allen is the backup. I, I yeah. mean, is that what, is that going to win you football games? Yeah, but at the same point, one fucking offensive lineman doesn't doesn't change your entire makeup yeah. of your offensive line. Well, you know what I mean? To me, that should have been they should have drafted an offensive lineman first round, second round, and third round. And then whoever they did draft it. They did draft an offensive tackle. What round? Uh, I, um, hold on, let me bring I'm it up. Sure, it wasn't anytime soon. You know, uh, I, second I round forty, second round forty sixth pick. Forty sixth pick. I just um, and you're right, Sewell. I, maybe something is wrong with Sewell, Roy, because. Wasn't he before, like, once the season ended, he was slotted to be the number one pick, right? The number one pick. And he fell all the way to seven. Just unbelievable, right, that uh, a guy that was supposed to be slotted one. Now I understand teams that have um, quarterback needs like the Jaguars, the Jets. and The Jets didn't have – stop it with that. They didn't have a quarterback need. They needed a no. fucking offensive lineman. That's where you yeah. should have really went, not Zach Wilson. Yeah, they should have hey. kept Bradford. Yeah, I mean no. Bradford. Yeah, Sam Bradford. Not Bradford. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, not. Oh my god, Darnold. So I was thinking of goddamn wrong, wrong. I spaced out for a second. I was like, um, yeah, no. If yeah, if they kept Darnold and and just drafted a, a lineman, then maybe I don't know. I don't know. New coach, new regime, new everything. But the Jets' offensive line wasn't terrible last year. They could have they shored up wasn't. the bookends. Yeah, they. I would have. I would have. That's what I wanted them to do was keep Darnold. You draft Sewell, and now you have Beckton on the left, Sewell on the right. I mean, and you got those guys. You know, ten years, <laughs> and they're both top top six picks. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> and but. You know, it's uh, we still. I thought we still did all right, but uh, you're, it must be something wrong. But I mean, the Lions, your man Campbell, who was excited to draft uh, Panay Sewell, they did. He was doing backflips in the in the war room when they got him. <laughs> they couldn't get the pick in fast enough when he fell. When you think, I think, think, I think, I think he was like shoving like pure protein down his throat when the cameras weren't looking. Black black coffee. Yeah, weren't they talking? Yeah, weren't they talking about that on? Uh, I don't know. You probably were gone. Yeah, I was gone. During your honeymoon. They were talking about how much, like, coffee Man Campbell oh, drinks. God. Something like what he gets, like, uh, 
the largest one. Yeah, Starbucks. he gets two two fucking gigantic cups of fucking black coffee from Starbucks. Which, by the way, Starbucks. On a side note, sucks. I fucking hate Starbucks. It tastes like fucking char. Oh, the big yeah. big secret. The big secret is they roast the beans. Ooh, big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah. Give me a cup of Seven Eleven coffee and call it a fucking day. It's coffee. My but doesn't seven- he also shoot like eight shots of espresso or eight espresso yeah. shots in or something? <laughs> yeah, which which it literally says on the fucking label of the espresso shots. Do not use more than four a day. And he's putting eight <laughs> in like one cup. Yeah. Didn't they well, say something like equivalent to like eleven Red Bulls? <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, the guy, they, they call him Man Campbell because he's going to have a fucking heart attack at fucking age 40. Yeah, and you, and now we wonder why he has, like, those intense prince, press conferences. Yeah. But then again, I, I don't know if you guys saw the, um, the, the, what's his name, the coach for the Mets that was pitching to uh, Alonzo. He drinks, like, 15 cups of coffee a day. <laughs> I don't know, man. I well, could, this is like like that that fucking shot of espresso is like fucking liquid cocaine. So now we yeah. understand where where the crackhead, the cokehead fucking mentality is that he wants a fucking lion at the practices because he's a fucking cokehead. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna shit. Uh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. So he does how many shots of espresso in each one? <laughs> I don't know, like four. I, I think they, they said, said like it was four, four to, between four and eight. I can't remember what they said. All right. I'm sure you could look it okay. up. Okay. Look it up. All right, so I just know I will. So so starting next week, I'm going to start uh, getting uh, all my coffees. I'm going to get an extra coffee a day. I already I already drink one iced coffee, so I'm going to get an extra coffee of four shots of espresso in each one, and uh, I'll report back. <laughs> Give us a report next week. All right. <laughs> I don't think he'll make it to next week. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, your fucking heart will explode. Yeah. Kane said, "My buddy Kane says espresso does not equal cocaine, so he's hurt." I just know one time I was driving across the country from Colorado to New York and I drank one of those five hour energies and I basically white knuckled for five hours and (laughs) like had fucking tunnel vision and driving. And then I got out of the car and I wanted to get like a drink. This was like, and this was like four hours after I took it and I couldn't concentrate enough to get what I wanted in the store. And I was like, this was this was this must what it feel like to be like on crack, like I, I've never done any like hardcore drugs. I was like, this is what this must what it feel like because I was like, holy shit, I can't even. I was in the store for ten minutes just to get a like a like a cup like a water, and I couldn't figure out how to get it uh, <laughs> from a five hour energy. Now think this guy's ten fucking Red Bulls from coffee. Oh my god, <laughs> nuts. Like Absolutely that's just nuts. that's just way too much energy for like something you don't need that much energy for. You're at minicamp, yeah. dude. Calm the fuck down. You're at a draft, dude. Calm the fuck down. Okay. Oh man, Campbell, he's gonna give us tons of tons of stuff to work with this year. Can't we? Oh, I know it's gonna be great. Yeah. So I think we're done with the Bengals. <laughs> so, Rook, to you first. Who wins the division this year? Ooh. Ooh. God, uh, fuck. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Baker man. I'm gonna go Baker Ooh. man and the Browns. Ooh. Yeah, I just, um, you know, but that's that's my wife's team, the Steelers. But I, I just don't have faith in Big Ben. You know, until he, until he proves it. I mean, he was injured. He was knocked the fuck around last year, and they yeah. didn't do anything to fucking help him. Yeah. 
Tell, it's I, like I know you said. Mm, it, it's I think this is probably the closest. This will be the closest division I think as far as before the season starts to toughest division to like pick. So what do you think, uh, Tyback? Who you got? Who wins the division this year? Uh Browns easily. I think. Ooh, <clears throat> easily. Easily. Ooh, I, don't, I don't know about wow. easily. I don't easily. Know about, easily. I don't know about that. Wow. <laughs> I, I'll take Tyback back. Jesus, Browns easily. Well, I'm going to go with the Ravens just because I think Lamar can easily – like he gets it done in the regular season. There's no reason to go away from him. Um, they'll probably win 11 if not 12 games. You know, that doesn't mean playoff success. I just think they'll win the division because, you know, it's hard to cover Lamar during the regular season. So, um, tieback. Who is yes. who do you got for the fantasy sleeper in this division this year? I'm gonna go with a player for the Baltimore Ravens, and he would be Gus Edwards. Ooh, okay. Um, why, why Mark Gus? Ingram, Mark, Mark, uh, Mark Ingram's gone. He's the number two running back behind J.K. Dobbins. With Ingram there, he was putting up like almost a thousand yard rushing uh, rushing yards. Uh, he was averaging almost. That's I think it was like. That's because Dobbins was injured, but still, like he he, he was still there with uh, with what's it called uh, with Ingram and and like everybody else that they were using. So, yeah. but that was so I I think that he's going to be a little sneak that you, that you could uh, that that you're going to be able to get that uh that nobody's going to draft. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Uh, Rook, who you got? Jeez, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, what's his face? Fucking Najee Harris. I think that that's going to be Ooh. the bulk of it. I mean, when it come, when it really comes down to it, I mean, fucking, let's be fair. We got his, Ben's what, 30, 38? I think that's generous. I want to say Ben's probably almost, I think he's either 39 or 40. How long can he hold up slinging the fucking ball down the field? They're going to have to run the he ball. Did- he turned 39 in March. He's yeah. 39, so he's not going to be able. I mean, Grant, they're going to have to run the ball. They they always have run mm-hmm. the ball. So that guy, he's the guy. He's the guy now. So you got to fucking give it to him. There's nobody there. Bell's gone. Fucking uh, Connor's gone. Here comes Harris, and not fucking you know the other Harris that made the immaculate reception. Franco. <laughs> so and I, like, I want to thank uh, Renner, my buddy Eric Renner joining us, he's a big Bills fan he thinks the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl I think not, but you know that's a discussion for another day, and I think Eric Renner is joining us live from Korea if I'm not mistaken, so we Korea. are oh, yeah, he's nice. I'm pretty sure he's still, he's still there, he was stationed in Korea, I can't remember, if, yep, South Korea so, what time is it there? Yeah, it's thirteen hours difference. So it is nine thirty in the morning. Forward. Oh God. Yeah. My so dad's, my dad's actually. So it's in. So it's tomorrow. There. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. So think, think, guys. We are international. We have an international fan following. Unbelievable. <laughs> just, I, I can't. You know, look, the Wednesday night tailgate just growing all over the place. Just un- unreal. Um, I'm going to go with the other running back in the Ravens' backfield tieback, and I'm going to go J.K. Dobbins. 
Yeah, I um, think that's the right one. I think he's going to have a good year, especially you don't have Ingram to take carries away from. It really just but, depends. Can Lamar Jackson not steal the football from these running backs and you know actually hand it off a little more often, which I think he should, considering he um, you know wanted to keep that body safe for the come playoff time. Here's here's an interesting question that we haven't even talked about. When does fucking uh, Harbaugh fucking sit him down and fucking set him straight? Hand the fucking ball off. You're the fucking franchise quarterback. Stop running the fucking ball. You're going to get hurt, and then we're fucked. Well, then I think he needs to change up the offense a little bit. If you remember, um, the best to me the best example is Russell Wilson, right? Uh, Russ, they, they had that read option um, game, and then they got as Russ got a little bit older, they got away from it to protect him. If they're, I mean, they got to change the offense. But like you said, uh, Ruick, if the guy can't throw the ball, then can you really change the offense and not do that option stuff? Because that that's what makes him special and makes that team able to be explosive is him having the ball so much in his hands doing that. So I just don't. I don't think they can get away from it. I mean, do, do you? I don't. I'm not saying get away from it. I'm just saying, like, how many fucking times does he run the ball a game that he's getting that many that many yards? Oh, he's a, he's a ten, ten carries that. a game, easy. Ten. A game, let, let, easy. Let's half that. Let's half that. Yeah. Let's half that. I mean, like, we don't need you fucking running. You know. We just kicked the ball off right at the 25 fucking yard or 20 yard line. We don't need to fucking be running an option. Let the fucking running back do it. Let the fucking guy that, that's that's run the ball his entire life. Let's do that. Let's try to throw the ball deep. Let's try it. I mean, this guy, Marquise Brown, is supposed to be one of the fastest fucking guys on the field. Throw the ball up like Michael Vick used to do to fucking Deshaun Jackson. Throw the ball up. He'll catch up to it eventually. Yeah. You know, I mean, you also got Mark Andrews in the middle of the field, who's at an amazing tight end. And yeah, I think could, but could he shied away from numbers. him last year. He shied yeah. away from him last year. Like, he was mm-hmm. putting up fucking numbers and numbers the year before. And all of a sudden, he just stopped looking for the fucking tight end. Yeah, And yeah, I don't know if that's – I don't know if that's – but I don't, I don't know if that's more attributed to the defense. You know, defense is just being like, okay, we have the scheme for Lamar Jackson. We're going to keep a linebacker home. So the, the, the tight end wasn't there. I don't know. I didn't watch every fucking Ravens game. I didn't study their film. But that's how you stop a fucking quarterback. You keep a, you keep a, a fucking middle linebacker or a safety home. So mm-hmm. you take away that middle of the field. You spy him. You go everywhere that he goes. You go. Yeah. I agree. What about you, Todd? What do you think? I, I'm I'm looking at Mark Andrews' uh, stats right now. Yeah, it, he he lost about 150 yards um, last season total. He went from 852 in 2019 to 701. What was his touchdown catch ratio? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, where's it at? Um, to, to me, he's a guy in that offense that should easily. If not a thousand, be very close to it, like nine twenty-five, nine fifty each year. To, for him to be at seven hundred yards is is like a joke. You know, he should be close to a thousand yards and one of the top tight ends in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that one year he was he was basically a fucking top tight end in the league. He came out of so, nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So 2019. Yeah. 2019, he had 64 for 852 with 10 touchdowns. The next year, I mean, I guess he just he didn't have as many explosive plays. He went 58 catches, so only six catches less, but only 700 yards with seven touchdowns. So he wasn't getting it down the field as much anymore. So. Yeah, and I don't know if that's attributed to, to, to them just scheming better for, for against them. Keeping a fucking middle linebacker home, keeping a safety home, taking away the middle of the field, taking away the fucking cutback lane that, that Lamar can do. Okay. Scott, I think thanks that's... for sharing the show at the end of the show. Really appreciate it, by the yeah. way. Well, you made it. I'm just glad you made it. Hey, I'm glad you made it, Cap. I'm glad you made it to the show. I appreciate everybody. Whenever they tune in, whether it's of course, the first I'm just two minutes. Busting. Yep. Just busting that guy's balls. Yeah. Um. But you're probably right, is and because they know he can't throw, they're they're like, okay, hey, we know we need to cover Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown. As long as we cover him deep, we're not worried about him catching a little five yard out. So maybe that's maybe that's part of part of what it is, Rick, is that yeah, you had the middle linebacker shading, you know, the spy, and then you had the safety over the top on Andrews, and they were pretty much double teaming him. So. Yeah, that's why he didn't have as many explosive plays. So, we'll see. My T Sports, he says it's Wednesday here too. Where are you from, My T? Australia. Mighty. <laughs> I, I mean, we have we've had Australians on the yeah, show before. Yep. Linga, I'm in your podcast. Oh God! All right, Mighty. Whatever you say. Oh, vi- holy oh, shit! No, family has arrived. Vin Diesel's here now. Vin Diesel, star of Fast 9, the most over-the-top, ridiculous movie they've ever put out in the in the Fast and Furious franchise has joined us. Vin, what did you think when they told you that your car was going to catch a chain and you're going to swing from one island to another? What did, what did you think when they said that? That's what I want to know. Did Where did Adam Gase go? go? I think Adam Gase became Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fat and curious. <laughs> oh, man. This podcast is a huge sausage fest. <laughs> Who doesn't like oh. a little sausage in their life? Yeah, a little sausage. A little sausage, right? Oh, man. Oh, God. So I think you said there was something else about the wedding, or, or did you already say it, Rick? I can't remember. No, I, I said it later. Okay, that was the, that that was the a goddamn Pippen Bud Light. Oh, that was another thing. Yeah, halfway through the fucking halfway through the wedding, they ran out of Bud Light. We had to send the guys to go get another fucking couple <laughs> couple thirty six pack. How do you run out of Bud Light? That's such like a normal I, beer. I don't. I don't know. They ran out of. They ran out of that, and like everybody switched to fucking mixed drinks. Oh, that cost them even more money. Who brings Bud Light? Me, my family, my drunken fucking alcoholic <laughs> family. That's what we drink. Bud Light, sponsored. How you doing? Yeah, like I said, <laughs> how do you run out of Bud Light? I don't know how you run out of Bud Light. I know my buddy but Mike it wasn't, would be real upset. It, it, it wasn't even. It wasn't even like they had like at a normal wedding to have bottles. They had cans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, how do you run out of Bud Light? 
I, I have no, I have no fucking idea. I was like, I was pissed about that because I was like, this person, this wedding attendant or bridal attendant is supposed to be attending to me and my wife, and you don't fucking have. I can I get a Bud Light? We're out. How are you out? How are you out of Bud Light? Yeah, all you have to do is just go piss in the can. It's the same thing. Shut all up. right, asshole. Okay. <laughs> uh. It's just, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, all right, what the fuck ever? And that was one of the notes on the wedding. Fucking Bud Light. Like, that's it. Bud Light. That's what everybody fucking drinks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that I was pissed ridiculous. that they ran out of Bud Light. Are, are you fucking kidding me? My wedding day. I went through bit. How, how, how many Bud Lights did I go through at pictures? Oh God! I went through like like seven or eight Bud Lights at pictures. That was at three o'clock. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah. Seven or eight Bud Lights. I'd be done. I mean, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Was, you know what's fucking weird. And I don't know, like, if anybody else in here is married. I know that you two aren't. But like, at like the day I didn't like when I got home, I drank a lot. And I didn't eat anything really because, like, we were running around doing everything. I didn't eat and I really, like, drank a lot. I wasn't, like, drunk. We got back to our house and, like, had an after party. And I was like, I'm not even fucking drunk. I think it was just, like, adrenaline. You it sweat was it like, all out. Yeah. Well, we were on the dance floor, like, the entire night. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we had a good we had a good wedding. That's all the fucking matter. We had a really, really That's good exactly. Party. As long as everybody had a good time, that's all that matters. You yep. know? They ran out of Corona at your wedding? That's fucking... That's... His, oh, his wedding. Mike's wedding. Oh, God, I was at Mike Kane's wedding. Oh, geez, what a... It was like the most humid, hot day of the fucking year. And oh, really? Pouring, yeah, everyone's pouring sweat, and the AC, like, didn't work in the building. Oh, it was, oh what a... Where where was that there. wedding? This was... Oh, gee, I think he... It was Jersey. So he got married in the church in Staten Island, and then I want to say the reception was in Jersey, nobody, uh, if I'm nobody. not mistaken. This was – geez, I think I want to say it was like 10 years ago now, as Fred Durst has joined, if only we could fly. <laughs> biscuit style. He's even got the new Fred Durst haircut. Look at that. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, but, uh, like that, that's the worst fucking thing. Like you run out of the one alcohol that you fucking need at the wedding. It's fucking crazy. It's a Farmington Manor. I want to say it's in some, somewhere in New Jersey, but we, I, I mean, we had a great time. It was, uh, I mean, it was a lot of fun. So I got, I got wasted. So yeah, cops and everything. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. I think his, uh, his best man ended up. Fighting his dad, not my friend Mike's dad. He, he fought his own dad. What? Yeah. He, yeah. Oh. yeah. Kate, Kate, do you want to call in to tell the story? I, you know, you can call in if you want to tell the story. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's what this guy Jimmy Jimmy Melvin. <laughs> this guy Jimmy Melvin. Um, I've known him and Mike. Oh, geez, since high school and. Um, so yeah, Jimmy Melvin was his best man, his best friend since they were like, I want to say like five or six. They've known each other. And Jimmy gets drunk just like he normally does. 
but he got really wasted, and then he ended up fighting with his dad. So that's at, funny. At, at, his, like, at my friend like, Mike's wedding, like fist fight, it, not like he, arguing, like like fist fight. They fist fought. Like is right he by the like? Bathroom. Are is he like from like like my area, like the backwoods of goddamn Pennsylvania? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're from Staten Island. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's where it comes oh, okay. from. It's the oh, hot headed right. Italians. No, no, he's, not Italian. he's Irish. They're Irish from Staten Island. Oh, even better. Yeah. So, <clears throat> drunken, they fucking um, started fighting, like fist fighting. Then they had to, he, I guess that's, I think that's why the cops got called. But yeah, I that's remember funny. they were fist fighting. Yeah, that was, yeah, at the wedding. Oh, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and that's right. He introduced uh, Mike to his wife, his fair wife. So, yeah, what is, yeah, it was a great time. I've had great stories. Yeah, it was awesome. I've had great, great times with Mike. So, so many different things have gone down in, with hanging out with Mike Kane. So, we the rest of them we won't put on to, on the podcast just in case. Cindy, <laughs> all right. Ah, uh, smart thinking. Yeah. So, um, anything else you guys want to put out there before we wrap this thing up tonight? Great show, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear about the new uh new uh? Rule in the NFL? Which one? No, I saw something come across, but I didn't get a chance to read it. So it's the new no, nobody is allowed to taunt each other. Um, it's been a rule. If I you get, no, like now it's if you taunt anybody at any time, it's a fifteen yard penalty, and if you get if you uh, get a third third one, you're uh, you're kicked out. That's been and a rule though, hasn't it? No. No, Maybe because not because they kicked oh, out, but has it, the, the taunting's been a rule, hasn't it? There's uh, been a lot, like like I was show, I was watching like taunting video because people were like, oh, so we can't see all this stuff now, and there's been a lot of taunting in the last few years. Yeah, but that that stuff gets I I want to say that stuff gets penalized, like anytime, like especially yeah. like if you sacked a quarterback and. You got in his face doing like a dance, like yeah. I thought if face. like even if you sh- even if you stood over him, like yeah. if you stacked him and stood over him for like two seconds, it was considered taunting. Yeah, that's why I said I don't think the, the taunting's not new. I think it's just new that it's yeah, they're, you get, they're, they're you get thrown out of the game. Oh yeah, they're gonna yeah, they're definitely gonna enforce it more. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because, more, yeah. because now that like they were showing videos. On what's uh, taunting now? Like you can't like like give anybody like after a big play, you can't give like clap at them or like or just give a, like a thumbs up. Like they're all fifteen yard penalties. Yeah. So see, yeah, they're probably just a little more enforcement. But uh, I swear, like I've seen taunt. Like you can't spike it in the opponent's face. You can't. None of like oh, all that stuff yeah. was taunting. You know. So. I, th- I didn't know where you were going with this. I was like, Tyvek, I don't want to get into this discussion. Right now. But, no, no. Yeah, just making sure. Uh, anything else you want to bring up, uh, Roy? No, I just hope that the fucking New York Islanders start making fucking signings. If they, can, if they can't get fucking Tarasenko, then we're going to announce the fucking signings. We all know that they're signed. Let's go. Release the Kraken. Fuck the Kraken. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking Jordan Eberle. I miss that motherfucker already. That gap tooth motherfucker. Him and Michael Strahan have the biggest gaps in sports that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, man. I want. We didn't get into Wentz being injured, but I think we'll do that next week, and we will preview the AFC South so that we can talk yeah. about what happened with Wentz. I, I wanted to give you a week off from any sort of 
Eagles or e- post guy that used to be on the Eagles stuff. Let you have a nice fresh good <laughs> week before we get you riled up again. All right. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. I got a couple things to say about that. I'm sure you do. So, but like I said, we'll keep that for we'll we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll dive that up next week. And Fred Durst says, if you're a Jets fan, you gotta have faith. And I got a lot of faith this year, Fred. All right. Um. Next week we will be back on Wednesdays, as I do not have as of right now, I do not have a football scrimmage to go to. So. We will be back on Wednesdays next week, everybody, here on a Podbean app, 7.30 Eastern time. Your boys, myself, Ty Back, and Mike Rook, we will be back talking about the AFC South. Uh, before we sign off, Ty Back, anything else you want to add? Suck it, Nick Chubb. No, oh, <laughs> such a hater. Such a hater. Bruick, newly married Rook, congratulations again, Bruick. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, no, I have nothing to add, but, you know, I just can't <laughs> wait for fucking football to fucking come back. Honestly. Hey, we're, we're less than, hey, just so you know, we're less than a month, boys. September 9th. <sighs> we're August yeah. 10th. Less than a month. Can you believe that? I know, and this is where you guys come to get fucking fantasy advice. So, uh, oh, yeah. Everybody get your fantasy, fantasy oh, yeah. leagues ready. You, yeah, we'll be ready. Well, don't worry. We'll have a nice little fantasy preview before the season starts so just be ready um so for mike ruick for tieback drosar and z tune in next week for the wednesday night tailgate and remember this is the wednesday night tailgate where the tailgate party never ends have a good week everybody peace Peace. Eh, mediocre week (laughs) fuck you tieback